Hunter. Hello there. I'm History of the Flash, but you could call me JD. And ahoy, I'm Comic Hunter, also known as Hunter, and welcome to a Hero Story episode 72. For those of you just joining us on a Hero Story, Hero Story is a podcast all about comic books, ranging from Marvel and DC, and comic book news, of course. We start off the episode by going over the news of the week, with that being live action news, animation news, gaming news, if we ever get some of that, and comic book news. After that, we range into the comics of the week, where we kind of review and recap our comics that we read this week. This week's comics are Justice League number 37, Young Justice number 11, Batman number 84, X-Men number 3, The Amazing Spider-Man number 35, and Daredevil number 14. Uh, We also go over our pick of the week and our cover of the week. If there are any deaths that happened this week, which I can't remember off the top of my head if there were, but we will go over those at the end of the episode. And with that being said, anything you want to add? No, let's get right to it. All right. Starting with the news of the week, uh, going over movie news first, I guess. Black Widow got a trailer. Our first trailer for Black Widow came out, and they say it's a teaser trailer. Seems a bit more like a full-on trailer, but what do you think? Um, I, don't, I thought it kind of just looked average. I know people were making the connections to Winter Soldier or Born Identity. I don't know if I really felt that, but uh, I didn't think it was bad. I didn't think it was great. I just thought it was, you know, a teaser. I'm not overly excited for this movie. This movie feels like it's about eight years too late anyway. Um, I really hope they don't make David Harbour's character comedy relief, but I have a feeling they will. Oh, I didn't think of it that way. They definitely will. <laughs> like they're gonna they're gonna make the jokes that he's a hefty Captain America that's Soviet, and I don't know if I'm ready for that. But you know, uh, I think he he's the character I'm mostly excited for in this movie. Red Guardian's a cool character. You can actually see a shield, or not his shield, sorry, Taskmaster shield, on the shot of the area when he's fighting Taskmaster. So he's able to disarm some people. So he's got the skill still, despite him being in prison for a while. I'm just looking at his Russian prison tattoos, but. Movie looks good. I mean, the music looks really good. It's got a good yeah. theme, which I guess most female superheroes tend to get these days. Uh, I like the new suits that Black Widow has. She has about three in this trailer alone. There's the white suit. There's more of a superhero type suit. And then there's a basic spy suit. But I think this movie does kind of have Winter Soldier vibes in a way. It's, it's definitely going to be like a street level movie, which is not as average for Marvel, especially these days. So... I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, no, I, I want to see it. You know, I, I want it to be Winter Soldier based. I think that would be cool. I just, I don't know. I didn't get much out of the teaser. Like, I know a lot of people online were like, oh my God, that looked amazing. And I was just kind of like, oh, it was, you know, it was something. I didn't think it was that great, but you know. I'll still see it day one. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll still see it. I'll still see it day one, record it day one. Will be the review will be on here in a few months. No, I, I hope it's good. I mean, I like, you know, I think the character can be interesting. So, yeah. What do you think of Taskmaster? Terrible look. I know. Yeah. I, I understand the reasoning why they're not doing his mask. Uh, Is it the China you, thing? Yeah, you can't have skull imagery if you want to get the movie released in China. So they're taking a bow to the Chinese government because you don't want to lose the Chinese market. I don't agree. I feel like just go with the mask because that's the way it looks. But whatever. I I understand financially, but I go comic accurate. <laughs> um, so I think he looks terrible. Yeah, he just he looks like, he looks like a, a snowboarder. Like, yeah, exactly. It looks like a snowboarder mixed with like Hawkeye. But like, I literally have a snowboard mask with a skull on it. So like, it's yeah. it just I mean, looks the, so casual. I was thinking about this. I don't know if Birds of Prey is already already banned in China, but if it isn't, are they not going to use the black mask mask because it has a skull on it? Oh, I didn't think of that. I feel like 
not all movies are like it's not like oh from now on since china made that law there are going to be no more movies with skull like skulls in it yeah like, i mean listen take a take a note from joker joker didn't release in china and it still made a billion so just make a good, good movie point. doesn't matter about the chinese market i mean it feel sucks for them but <laughs> yeah. taskmaster has such a cool design and then they just kind of went like let's make him a skier in this and it's he's you the person who plays taskmaster hasn't been announced too so uh, pretty much going to be a twist here. Either it's going to be a character that we know. I can see Hawkeye kind of leading into Ronan. Or a female. One of those two, I guarantee. Mm, I, don't, I don't know. I just hope they do Taskmaster right. Because Taskmask, ta- ta- Taskmaster can be very cool. Yeah, he's a really cool villain. He's usually a, a Spider-Man villain too. And then he yeah, used, he was as, as, re- as of recently, he's usually a Captain America villain. So they just kind of... Threw him in because honestly, Black Widow doesn't really have an arch nemesis mm-hmm. that I could think of. And even in the comics, like she's not as popular at all as she is in the movies. Yeah. Black Widow does not sell that well in comics. But movies, she definitely will. I'm sure this movie will make a lot of money. She's a recognizable female hero. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I think it looks good. Yeah. Next news is a bit of uh, DC news. Henry Cavill during a little press tour for The Witcher was asked his thoughts on the Snyder Cut. And he said he doesn't think it exists. And that made Scott Snyder and the nice cast's eyes twitch. So Scott Snyder... <laughs> or sorry, Scott... Scott. Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder. Not Scott. Sorry, Scott. Zack Snyder has released uh, a photo showing proof of the Snyder Cut in little con- little film containers with... a uh, says Justice League Director's Cut and the time frame. And it's about three and a half hours long. Which is really long for a movie that's, a, that's an hour longer than the irishman yeah and that's longer than endgame that's you know no, endgame was three hours yeah that's not as long as lord of the rings extended cuts but pretty close to that so i i mean i don't care about that i, I want to see that i still want to see I mean, it. I've, I've heard things about like a bvs five hour cut that i'd love to see too yeah <laughs> also this was apparently five hours when it was originally all edited but then uh Zach cut it down a lot, so... Yeah, essentially, Zach is kind of clapping back to people who are like, oh, it doesn't exist. He's saying it does exist. Here it is. So I just think it's a thing that he can't release it, kind of like how David Ayer, the director of Suicide Squad, has talked about this. Like, it's not up to the directors to put out a director's cut. Like, they can watch it, but they can't release it. It's like a legality thing with the studios, so... I'm assuming Mm -hmm. that's what it is, but... Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Sad. You notice how this picture is not just, like, one crate. There's several different crates here so yeah several different copies of this cut does one of them have does one of them have a green lantern talking to alfred and black suited superman probably both <laughs> or green lanterns talking to affleck as well Two of them. Yeah. Yeah. ben affleck actually being a good batman and not uh i don't not like you well something's definitely bleeding <laughs> oh god uh but yeah that, that's uh for the Zack Snyder update. Go, continue on with the DCEU. We got some solo posters for Birds of Prey. Birds of Prey trailer. By the way, by the time that we are recording this right now, it's currently 7.41 Mountain Time. I guarantee not a lot of people know what the time it is. What time is it for you? 9.41. 9.41 Eastern Time. Eastern time. Uh, on a Thursday night, Thursday the 12th. So as the time you're listening to this, I guarantee the Birds of Prey trailer has been released. But as of now... People just saw it at, I think it's Brazil Comic Con. 
Yeah, so there, was the some, there were some pictures released with the uh, Black Canaries like scream and some details getting out. So we we've seen little bits and pieces, but not released just yet here in in the U.S. and Canada. Yeah, so we'll briefly talk about that next week. As of now, I'm still refreshing, but we did get solo posters uh, of the characters, and I'm scared for this movie. The posters <laughs> look terrible. They're so ugly. Oh my god, it looks yeah. like a bad painting. I mean, it, it's it's a parody of Roman painting. Oh my god, it's it's terrible. It's a parody of Birds of Prey, essentially. <laughs> yeah, a little weird that uh, Black Mask has makeup on. Yeah, very weird. You know, uh, no, no hate to that, but it's just I don't. A... I don't even really want to see Black Mask's backstory. Let him be Black Mask. I want that mask on. I love you, McGregor, but cover him with a mask. Especially Black Mask's backstory has a lot to do with Bruce Wayne. Yeah, like he grew up with Bruce Wayne, so. Kind of yeah. did that. His parents were killed, and the Waynes kind of helped cope with him, and then they were killed. But <laughs> it's just like I don't know. I mean, we'll see how the trailer goes. The trailer apparently has Jared Leto in it at the very beginning, so that confirms that Jared Leto does have a brief moment in this um, film. I'm kind of shocked. I know he posted that one day with like the Snapchat clown emoji, but I'm shocked because he talked about you know Joker and how he was upset and all that. So. I, I wonder if this is just unused Suicide Squad footage, maybe? Because we know there's a lot of that that exists with Joker. Yeah, it could be. I don't actually know what the clip shows. I just know yeah. Joker is confirmed to be in it. Yeah, one of the clips that I saw online is Black Canary doing the scream, <laughs> I believe. So Yeah, I saw um, that one, too. Absolutely not hyped for this movie. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I, I'm not interested at all. I think there's not one thing that draws me to it, in all honesty. The actress who plays Black Canary said she read every Birds of Prey comic she possibly could, but take most of her ins- took most of her inspiration from Injustice 2 Black Canary, which I'm actually okay with. I think Injustice 2 Black Canary is cool. Now, does she mean the comics or the game? I'm assuming she means the game, but... Yeah, I assume so too, but... Maybe the I comics. Mean, I mean, Injustice Black Canary is just like more of a leader. She also talked about her character for a bit uh, during her panel. As of now, we haven't heard any other panels except for this one. I listened to a little bit of it. She basically said that at the start of the movie, she is working for Black Mask as a singer for his nightclub. And her mother just recently died due to, like, vigilantes. So she doesn't really like vigilantes during this time. So... Yeah, still not hyped. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> trying to get listen, your hype built, but yeah. listen, I, w- I would love to be hyped because Birds of Prey is one of my favorite. Chuck Dixon's Birds of Prey is one of my favorite comics and one of my favorite comic runs of all time, and it, it this just ain't it, Chief. Yeah, it's really not. Moving on from that though, uh, we got with all these uh, Brazilian Comic Con promotions going on. They all these studios have their own booths, including Wonder Woman having her own booth. The one thing to catch from this is besides some new posters of just you know gal standing in different poses which is nice we got a a mug with our first look at cheetah on it granted it's not cheetah it's minerva so barbara and minerva yep character who plays cheetah in like cheetah print clothing this is not our final look this is no i'm 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 guaranteeing they will have i know josh guarantee josh my real name uh jd guarantee i i uh i believe that you know (laughs) joker's not happening and joker 2's not happening and all that but uh i guarantee we'll get some kind of transformation where she'll look like a real cheetah i don't jinx it (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i guarantee too it's like this is patty jenkins directing she made like a really cool looking uh, Ares, and we didn't even see his final look till the end of the film, so I feel like we might get the same thing here. We might not see Cheetah in the trailer that's coming out on Monday, but 
we will see a real cheetah in this movie. Guarantee. Until then, people are seen to be complaining because they think it's her final look because she's wearing cheetah print clothing. But Barbara Minerva, and in some continuities, she's like... she Obsessed with for, like wildlife? Yeah, she helps endangered species. That's her character. So wearing cheetah print clothing, that's like not uncommon here. The thing is, though, she did wear cheetah print clothing in, like, and cheetah pelts and stuff in the 80s. That was her character. So yeah. hoping we don't get that. <laughs> but I really yeah. doubt it. Yeah. Um, Dwayne The Rock Johnson says that the Justice Society will appear in the Black Adam movie. Not just Jay Garrick, as the first rumor was, but Dwayne Johnson is now confirming it. I guess this includes the kind of confirmation that Dr. Fate and uh, Hawkman will appear. This also means that we'll get possibly Stargirl and Wildcat and Alan Scott would be really cool. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm really hyped. I'm, I love the Justice Society, so it'll be good to see him on screen. Uh, could probably be better than the Justice League. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this kind of if if it is the true JSA, this means Alan Scott will be the first Green Lantern to appear in the DCAU. That's not like the one alien we saw in the flashback. I was about Justice. to say, didn't yeah, I was about to say, didn't we see that one Green Lantern in Justice League? But yeah, you're right. Um, the first like human Green Lantern. Yeah, no, this, this has potential. I don't know if you've seen uh, Smallville, but they have a JSA-focused episode, and that was with a TV budget, and I thought they did pretty good. So if they could do something along those lines, it could be cool. Yeah, definitely. And even... I, I hope they do the full-on Justice Society, because CW tried to do JSA. And, and, they, uh, and they just had, like, Hawkman and Hawkgirl and, like... And Stargirl. Yeah, and Stargirl and maybe it. a few others. I think Our Man was there. But they, they didn't have, like, Jay, and they didn't have... Alan and they didn't have Power Girl or like any of the other characters that joined later on. I think Static yeah. Shock was part of the team at one point. Uh, maybe in the two thousands. I think so. Yeah, but yeah, I, I want I want those characters. I want like the classics. I want Injustice League right now, like the comics. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I think that's all the movie news. We don't have any comic news. We don't have any gaming news. We do have gaming news. We do have gaming news. Oh, Spider Man okay. PS Five. Uh, so the developers of Spider-Man, PS4, Marvel Spider-Man, were talking about the uh, sequel to the game, the highly anticipated sequel, and they're saying that it could actually be earlier than we're thinking. They're thinking a release in 2021, and that they think a trailer could come relatively soon. They want to launch it at the same time the PS5 is launching. So the PS5 is supposed to launch in 2020, so it would be it's supposed to launch in late 2020, so it would come within a few months of the PS5 launching. Oh. Yeah. Okay. We both loved the first one. Uh, I loved the first Hunter, one a lot. <laughs> Hunter literally bought a PS4 just for the game, so <laughs> yeah, now it's gonna have to be PS5. Uh, yeah, I wasn't even sure if I would be getting a PS5, but yes, yeah. that confirms it. <laughs> you have to. I will definitely be doing it just for Spider-Man alone again. We'll be yeah. reviewing. We'll be reviewing it on the podcast. I'm sure. Yep, guarantee. But yeah, I guess it's officially happening. I did not know that. Yeah, I mean, we knew it would eventually come, but yeah, it looks like it's coming sooner than we thought. So the 2020s are already looking bright for Spider-Man. We got Into the Spider-Verse 2, Spider-Man PS5. Let's go. Yeah. Um, If I could think of comic news, just off the top of my head, I do have a few things that just kind of minor news. Tom King, writer of Batman, Mr. Miracle, and Coming Up Strange Adventures, uh, he has said that he is working on something Grayson-related right now, like Dick Grayson-related. So oh, I didn't hear he, that. He was the writer of Grayson, and yeah, him, him and Tim Seeley co-wrote it. It was great. 
It looks like the return of Nightwing might be written by Tom King. Ah, I hate the way he writes Nightwing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, really? I hate I mean, the way he writes Nightwing in Batman, but I yeah, like in, in Batman, I'm about. saying no. I like his, I yeah, I agreed. I like his Grayson, but the way he wrote him in Batman was joke here, joke there, joke here, quip, 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 shot, <laughs> yeah, shot in the head. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know if I'd want him writing that, but we'll see. Um, yeah, I didn't even hear him say that. I was thinking uh, Marvel has a bunch of relaunches coming, which is surprising. Yes, yes. So. They are relaunching a ton of titles all of a sudden. I think it's because sales are trying to go low and number ones do sell. So, which is a terrible way to run comics. Like I, it I is. hate that you end up flooding the market, which DC has talked about. Like some of the DC heads have talked about indirectly. Like they don't say directly. Like Marvel, you're flooding the market, but they're like some com- comic companies flood the markets with new number ones every week. It's like yeah, Marvel. Marvel's the only one who does that. Yeah, <laughs> DC did that with Bendis, and Bendis came from Marvel, and I was like, okay, that's done. But yeah, in January 2020, to start off the decade, we're getting like, what, like 10 new number ones? 15? Yeah, um, just here, actually, I have the ad with Yeah, I, I have it right here. So we're, we got Thor by Donny Cates, which a lot of people are excited for. Following. Are we reading that? Where are you reading that? Probably. I mean, I don't know. I'm not interested in Thor, but I, I hear Donny Cates is like amazing. So I might have to read it. This Venom apparently is really good right now. Yeah. Uh, Iron Man 2020 by Dan Slott. Uh, is coming with a new number one. Then you got uh, the runs of Ravencroft with Sabretooth, Dracula, and Carnage. I'm not sure if those are minis, but it looks like it's spinning out of abs- the Absolute Carnage uh, like story mode, the story, I guess. Yeah. And then you got Guardians of the Galaxy relaunching with a new number one with uh, Al Ewing writing. He's the guy who writes Immortal Hulk currently, which is supposed to be really great. I'll be reading it soon. Uh, it Captain... Sorry, I just got the ad. It says Ruins of Ravencroft, not Runs. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I read it wrong. <laughs> um, you also got Captain America number one, Miles Morales number one, Captain Which Marvel Miles, number one. Which Miles, hold on, the Miles Morales one, he has a beard in it. It's, it's like a, a white beard. beard. Yeah. So, old man Miles. Right. Yeah. So Captain Marvel number one, Deadpool number one, Doctor Strange number one, and Venom number one. That is a ton of new number one. Oh, and Hawkeye is relaunching a series too. And so. Iron Man. Yeah, and no, well, I said Iron Man in the beginning. Oh, sorry. My so yeah, that is a ton of new number ones. So Marvel doing a little bit of a relaunch. The thing they always say about Marvel is like, oh, they've never had a uh, like a new Fifty Two type event where they like redid all of continuity. It's like, yeah, but every like two years or so they do a relaunch with a bunch of number ones. So you're kind of able to jump on here. If you want to get into any of these characters, like this would probably be a good chance. Yeah. Which ones are you picking up? Uh, so probably Thor. Yeah, me too. Uh, probably, maybe Captain America. I don't know enough about the writer, but the name looks familiar. I'll be Captain picking up I'm not a big fan of Ta-Nehisi Coates' Captain America recently. Uh, I'm interested in Doctor Strange because he also has a, a white beard going on. Yeah, I'll be picking up Doctor Strange as well. Yeah. I'm kind of interested in Hawkeye, believe it or not. I hear Hawkeye's comics are, like, really good recently. <laughs> and then, I don't know, Guardians of the Galaxy, I've never really been interested in, but this Al Ewing's supposed to be great, so maybe that? I don't know, There's, a lot of these number ones look kind of good. Yeah, I don't know if I'm picking up Guardians. What, what are you picking up? Basically what you said, so oh, Cap for sure, the way, Doctor Strange sorry, for sure. Not to interrupt. Otto yeah. Schmidt is doing the art on Hawkeye, he did the art of Green Arrow Rebirth, drawing a new archer. Oh, Okay, that kind of makes me more interested. Yeah. That's why it's familiar. Yeah. yeah. The art looks familiar. And it says Ronan has returned, but who's under the mask? That's the yeah. 
just so far. Yeah, definitely Captain America I'll be picking up, and definitely Doctor Strange. Uh, Thor. Thor, yeah, Thor 100%. I'm a big Thor guy. Big Thor guy. Yeah, no, a lot of these look interesting. But yeah, um, I mean... Not not a fan of relaunching so quick. I was about to say that, yeah. <laughs> just do a new creative... like Because all, all these titles are pretty much currently going. Like They have a current Iron Man title. Just keep going with the new number, like 21. Uh, so frustrating. I but think I guess... Marvel, every time they change writers, they, have to, they feel like they have to show, go back yeah. to number one. Yeah, and, and it's kind of nice for the seven. writer, but it's also just kind of odd because some of these books aren't getting relaunched. Like Avengers is not getting a relaunch. So all it's like, oh, I can't wait for Captain America issue two and the Avengers number forty-five. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the ones that we have been reading: Daredevil, Amazing Spider-Man, uh, Avengers not being relaunched, X-Men. X-Men not being relaunched, obviously. So. Well, it's the same thing with DC. How it's just like, oh, next week we're getting, maybe not next week, but maybe next week, the Flash number eighty four, and we're getting Batman number eighty five and Superman number eighteen. So yeah, it's just well, kind of annoying. I'm, I'm wondering, is Tinion's Batman starting with a new number one? It's not. He, it's not. It's continuing the numbering. Yep, eighty six will be. And then what about uh, Venditti's Justice League? Venditti's continuing as well. Okay, I like that. I mean, I get that it's not as good for sales, but I like that because it shows that, hey, we're going to keep building on the numbers. But like, I hope whoever, whoever takes over for Williamson on Flash when he eventually goes off, like, don't restart. Just keep going. Yeah, just I agree. But the thing is with Tinion, he is doing 85 to 100. 100 will be the last issue, and then it's going back to number one with a new writer. With Luke Fox's Batman? <laughs> Probably. But they, they said Tinion is just going to basically wrap up Tom King's run in... About 15 issues. Okay. Uh, that's his goal. So, yeah, you know how it goes. But it's kind of weird. It's like, oh, we're going to be wrapping it up. And the first arc is Deathstroke Returns to Gotham. It's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah nothing to do with King's Run. Okay. But, yeah, yeah that's uh, I think that's all the news. Oh, and Final Crisis trailer came out. We got our first look at Kevin Conroy moving around as Batman. He is old and kind of robotic. Uh, seems to be from Batwoman's Earth. Seems to be that Batman. From yeah, she's Earth. like, Bruce? And he's like, Kate, is that you? Yeah. In his uh, Kevin Conroy voice. So that's <laughs> kind of the big thing to take away from the trailer. We also got, uh, it looks like we're going to have a little fight of Tom Welling. Tom Welling's. No, Tyler. Tyler. Yeah, Tyler. Yeah, Tyler and Ruth. I kind of got those mixed up. He like grabs him by the neck. Yeah, and also Tyler Superman will go visit Tom Superman in his Earth. Yeah. To apparently recruit him. So I'm assuming this debunks the thing where they were like, Tom's only going to have one scene as Superman. Well, we've only ever seen one scene with them. But but (laughs) they said, so you meet him as Clark Kent, and then they said that there will be a scene where all three of the Supermen are suited up together. So that pretty much will be that scene. <laughs> oh man. I love Tom. Give him all the scenes. This starts in like a week or two. Or yeah. Two. I'm excited. We might be having a special guest in the podcast. Yeah, we, uh, we definitely will actually. It's kind of confirmed. Oh, okay, cool. I didn't want to confirm it if it wasn't confirmed, but yeah. Should so. we say you? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, yeah, uh, Eunice, Roll of Flash will be joining us in like a week or two. He's joined us on the show before for, I think it was the Flash premiere. Yeah, Flash premiere from like a year and a half ago. But now uh, he's joining us for when all of Crisis finishes airing. Then that week's podcast, Eunice, Roll of Flash will be coming on and he'll be reviewing it with us. Yeah. yeah. Um, Um, That's it for the news. 
Yes. So let's get to the comics of the week. Pick of the week and cover of the week. Are you ready? Uh, I'm not ready. You you can go ahead. <laughs> okay. Uh, cover of the week. I got to go Daredevil. Um, I don't know who the cover artist is, but I love the way they draw it. It's very painting-like, the way the kind of like colors show. I don't know. It, just, it looks really cool to me. It's uh, bloody sticks and two cups of coffee with a badge and some bloody napkins. It's Daredevil meeting up with the cop. I think it looks really cool. Okay. Is that your pick of the week, too? Uh, maybe. I mean, I liked it. I didn't love it like the rest of the issues that I've loved of Daredevil, but I liked it. Yeah, Daredevil's covers my week, my pick of the week, too. It's very simplistic. We don't see a single hero in this. Just two brutal guys having coffee. Um, my pick of the week is probably Justice League, actually. I haven't said that in a while, but I thought this week's Justice League was really good. Really? Okay, interesting. I didn't think it was that great Interesting. let's start with it okay yeah justice yeah. league this is just number 37 the second to last part of justice new more i think there's two parts left after this two parts? okay so finally getting places uh maybe yeah the, there's really cool the first second and third page are really cool with their both two page spreads one is mm-hmm. the first one is lex luther and his army of legionnaires no, not Legionnaires. That's the space team. The Legion of Doom, like Lex clone looking things. That they're the dogs from uh, from Infinity War. In yeah, essentially, yes. And then on the next, the next two page spread is the Justice League, Justice Society, and every DC hero rushing towards them. Guy Gardner's face looks pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah, he seems a little too excited for this. <laughs> I'm a little too excited, but we get a good look at some heroes, which Anything I thought was pretty cool. Anything you want to add to this little cover? Anything yeah, in the top right, our, uh, our man's flying. He cannot fly. I was about to say that, yeah. I, I like to imagine he just got through, thrown by someone. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, kind of weird. Um, I Every time I look at this page, I'm looking at a lot, I notice new things. I just know Steel's in this, like female Steel. Um, yeah. Cassandra Kane's in this. It's just like you do like a Where's Waldo here. It kind of looks like uh, Spider-Man Noirs in this. I just noticed. <laughs> you see that? Yeah. Kind of like Plastic Man. That's funny. Donna Troy's in it, so this must yeah. be set before she gets infected because I think it she... is set before. Yeah, oh, okay. this whole the affected arc takes place after. Oh, okay, cool. So yeah, it's before. Yeah, yeah. This is a good cover. Uh, good. Sorry, good two-page spread. Uh, so tell me what you liked about this issue because I'm curious. Um, it kind of just felt like. The Justice do more. These past little bits, it just seems like it's just been leading up to this moment. It's just like, oh, let's go time travel. Oh, we're stuck in time. Oh, we're turning characters. Oh, oh, stakes, stakes, stakes. But this one's just like a full-on, the full whole DC universe is fighting. And at one point, every once in a while we cut to it, and I like those moments that it cuts to it where we see characters that don't really interact often actually interact. So like uh, Black Lightning is asking Zatanna for help, and she gives him help by like making him have stronger lightning. Um, you get moments, and then every once in a while going to this, you cut to the main league, which is in the, I assume, Hall of Justice. Uh-huh. Well, not the main league, it's just some characters. So you have Starman, Starman, Starman. So the three Starmans, <laughs> one from the past, one from the present, one from the future. Uh, Aquaman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Flash, and then Alan Scott, Green Lantern, for some reason, and Miss Martian. They're all kind of together, and they're trying to get the... The symbol, the symbol of doom in the sky to turn into the symbol of justice. I don't really know why. Maybe I missed that part. But they're basically trying to give the world hope. And mm-hmm. to do so, they need to like have all their energy. And just the art 
when they're trying to get their energy. You see Alan's ring just light up, and you see Superman's eyes kind of glow red, and it's just it's nice to look at. I was smiling during that scene, and Miss Martian's trying to connect with everyone while that's happening, because I guess right now her connection's blocked. And then you cut to the space scenes, where it's Jon Stewart just driving Barry's car right into the anti-monitor. Okay, is... um, little weird moment of dialogue. So, anti-monitor goes, do you hear a car horn? I hate that. <laughs> First of all, would anti-monitor even know what a car is? <laughs> yeah. And it's kind of like, I guess it is funny when you see the like sound bubble above John when he comes out of the portal, just honk like he is slamming on the horn. Like, if, like I, I picture this in like an MCU type joke where like I was about to say this reminds me of the first Guardians of the Galaxy. I was literally just about to say that <laughs> we're on that connected big brain energy right now because I was just thinking, uh, what, what's the guy's name from Guardians of the Galaxy one? Uh, Ronan the Destroyer. Ronan yeah. The- Literally, okay, reading yeah, Antimonitor's dialogue here. Car horn? <laughs> and then it's right before, yeah, it's right before John just slams the car into him. You, Antimonitor literally says, Very well then. You can both perish here as foolish specks of dust in, in the... Do you hear a car <laughs> horn? Like, oh my god. <laughs> just I did not like that at dramatic. all. It was a very, very villainish speech just interrupted. I, I think it would have been better if he just kept talking and then John slammed into him. It is cool because this is the Speed Force car, powered by Starman's portals, powered by a Green Lantern ring, being hit, hitting this anti-monitor, which splits them into the three brothers. So, Monitor, Anti-Monitor, and World Forger. And it's kind of weird how they're just like, oh, hey, we're back to life. Let's uh, let's kill Anti-Monitor. And the Anti-Monitors are screaming for Perpetua to help. And Perpetua decides to help by throwing a planet at them, specifically Earth of Earth-44. So as he yeah. throws the planet at them, this this part also kind of bothers me. So, like, World Forge literally says, like, a planet's coming at us. Like, we're all going to die here. We are gods, but we cannot survive planet hitting planet here. So World, World Forge decides, like, if I could just hit it with my hammer, we'll be able to live. And he's saying this, and he's warning everyone that the planet's coming. Hawkgirl, Shane, and Jon Stewart are very calm. Like, they're just like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> They don't seem to... I think it would have been cool if we got a shot of, like, maybe John putting a shield around them or, like, Hawkgirl getting ready to fight or something like that. But instead, they're just kind of standing there watching Roll Forger, like, being like, I'm going to die here, guys. Yeah, that was very weird. Uh, what about Barry's little joke? Oh, what was that? I didn't know. Where was uh, it? It's, it's when the Justice League uh, is reacting to when John hits him with the car. So they, they can, like, feel it, and he's like, ha, John did it! He found him! Please let my car be okay. And this is like, Barry, shut up. <laughs> I thought that was... Literally, literally, literally every time Scott Snyder makes Barry say anything, I'm just like, oh, so annoyed. <laughs> He'd be like, hey, guys, and you will be like, stop. <laughs> I'm like, stop making a joke. <laughs> he just says hi. But yeah, I thought that wasn't that bad. It could have been worse. Yeah. Uh, the issue ends with uh, Lex Luthor coming out of his uh, little legion mech the and, last or, sick yeah the last page shows um superman wonder woman flash aquaman john stewart green lantern hawk girl and miss martian coming out of the hall of justice and they're like glowing and it looks like hawk girl has that little ball from like the end of phantom menace that they kind of raise to the end you know <laughs> i like you making a phantom menace quote uh phantom menace <laughs> reference but like, what? what is that? What is that ball that she's holding? No clue what it is, but you're right. It's like the little thing Jar Jar throws at the uh, ships to, to take them down. Yeah, like, well, even at the end of Phantom Menace. When, yeah, like, when they lift it up, like the big uh, Gungan leader. Yeah, it's just like, what, 
what is that? Did they explain that? No. <laughs> so she's holding this little ball from Phantom Menace, and it's just cool art seeing them glow. Some parts are a little weird, like Superman's symbol is just as glowing. I feel like it's odd. But John Stewart looks great. Oh, he's glowing yeah. green. I, I think, think he looks yeah, the think... best out of them all. Yeah, Wonder Woman looks great. Flash looks great. Even Aquaman looks pretty good. Yeah. It's a really good page. Next, yeah. the big showdown. I don't know. I didn't think much of this issue. Despite weird lines and um, weird moments, I think it was a good issue. I like Honk! It. Yeah. Is that a uh, horn? You know what? I was going <laughs> to give it like a nine, but I'm going to give it an eight now. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm maybe in the 6.57 range. I didn't think much of this issue, to be honest. I'm That's fair. waiting for them to get to it at this point. Speaking of waiting for them to get to it, uh, Batman 84. Oh, yeah. City Bane, part 10,004. Um, City Bane's been going on forever. This issue covers Thomas Wayne's backstory. How did he get to Earth? Completely backwards. I was thinking we could kind of talk about this backwards. Okay, so this story, do you remember, you read Grayson, right? I did. Do you remember when, I don't remember which issue of Grayson it is. It's one I read it in trade, so it's in, I think it's in one of the later issues where they tell the entire like story of Dick Grayson backwards. Yep. That I'd like that's what reminded me of this issue. Okay, well I thought that was executed fairly well. It was executed well, and I think this was executed decently well, other than the coloring mistake that I'm sure you're going to call out. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say I'm sure you're going to call out. We're both. Uh, so yeah, it is backwards, but I was thinking we could kind of talk about this also backwards. Yeah, like so the, we're gonna read this like a manga. So. Okay, I don't know what the hell a manga is. Just kidding, I know what it is. But, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, yeah, so I guess this starts off before Flashpoint. What was because uh, Flashpoint for those well, who well don't know, Flashpoint. yeah, for those who don't know, Flashpoint in a different universe where Bruce Wayne was shot instead of Batman's parents. Batman's mother became the Joker. Batman's father became Batman, and he used guns and was evil and well, not necessarily evil, more of an anti-hero. But yeah, this goes before that happened and. Thomas Wayne is sitting by Bruce's bed and praying to protect his life. And you notice the book? Yeah, in the, in the Tom King reference. The book the he was reading. In, yeah, Animals in the Pit, which is Tom King's favorite Russian story that's terrifying. <laughs> Horrifying, and he loves it. Yep. Uh, eventually, you cut to Bruce dying, and then... So, Joe Chill, in what we know, he shot Bruce's parents and ran. In this, he shot Bruce, and then Thomas killed him with a rock. Like, just killed Joe Chill immediately. Yeah. Yeah. Um, eventually, this makes Martha go crazy because of the loss of her son. She eventually, she kills Alfred because she lost her pearls. She looks yeah. like Heath Ledger's Joker with, like, the vest. And the hair. Yeah. Yeah. But she, really cool. she ends up going crazy. And this is before Thomas became Batman. But she ends up killing Alfred. Eventually, Thomas becomes Batman. And Batman, instead of, like, stopping villains, he ends up killing them. First kill was the Penguin. Which is kind of cool because Penguin's one of the first Batman villains. Then he moves on to Mister Freeze. He kills Kite Man. He kills Bane. He kills Riddler. This could be the last time potentially that we see Tom King write Kite Man, and he's dead on the ground. Hell yeah! Oh, you see, you see the Harley Quinn trailer? <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> like, I did see for that. The clips. I like I could, to... technically I could watch episode one because I'm in the United States and I have DC. Yeah, shut up! <laughs> <laughs> I like how they. I like the voice for Kite Man a lot. Oh, yeah. But, but he's, he's not like, hell yeah. He's like, hell yeah. I like that. <laughs> but anyways, uh, eventually, Thomas Wayne meets Selena Kyle, who in this universe is still Catwoman, still Thief, and decides, you know what? I'm going to train you. Uh, 
Selena is still Bruce Wayne's age. So at this point, she's fairly young. She might be like 17 or so. But she's a vigilante. Thomas is a vigilante. They decided to work together. They work together to take down Killer Croc and to take down Dundee. Uh, first, first of all, a little cringy with the arguing over where they met. I, I yeah. get like Tom King's like, oh, it's too clever because I connected it to my story. <laughs> a little lame. Yeah, we met on a roof. We met in the bank. I like how it was different how the bank is said, well, Bruce Wayne and Catwoman, they argue, oh, we met on a boat. We met on a roof. This one, we met on a roof. No, 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 no bo- the boat or the, sh- or the street. And now it's the bank oh, or yeah. the roof, which is pretty funny. But A little different there. Um, eventually, Thomas is just like, oh, you would have liked my son. You would be around the same age. It's kind of weird. Selena starts calling him dad. Which, Very, that was so weird. <laughs> when they, because you were reading this backwards, when I first read that, I'm like, oh, he must have had a daughter who became Catwoman. But yeah, no, it's, that's what I thought too. And then I was like, oh, wait, what the hell? <laughs> no, it's Selena, it's Selena Kyle. Yeah. And it's like, Thomas is like, you should go out, go on a date or something. And she's like, yes, dad. I'm not yes, your father. Oh, so weird. Yes, dad. It's like, that was so weird. Okay, that was a little weird. Eventually, though, uh, they go to fight some crime, and then uh, Martha shows up as a Joker and shoots Selena, killing joke style, and she but she dies. Oh, I didn't even process that that's killing joke style. Interesting. I figured it is because it's like opening the door while looking. It would have been cool if she was wearing like the hat and the Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'd be pushing it a little bit. <laughs> All right, if he could push with the dad, and he could push yeah, okay, with the other things. Enough. Fair enough. Eventually, um, Thomas starts drinking again and gets more into the alcoholism that he had during Flashpoint and explains that uh, Martha killed herself recently. Because Bruce became Batman. Yeah. Uh, Then we get to Flashpoint. Flashpoint itself. Um, Right when Flashpoint ended, when uh, Thomas stabbed Reverse Flash through the back with a sword, uh, Barry was able to reset the timeline with this big flash of white light. But in reality, the flash of white light came and disappeared and Thomas remained laying there with the reverse flash still dead at his side. Then we get to the button, which is a fairly recent flashpoint story where Batman and Flash go back in time. This is uh, where JD can rent. Okay, so they show uh, Batman and the Flash uh, standing near uh, Thomas Wayne where Batman yells, we can save you, as you can remember from the button. But the Flash is colored yellow, like the reverse flash. Which is a coloring mistake, and Tom King kind of just played it off on Twitter because somebody asked him, and he made some joke like how Bendis made the joke when I asked him about while uh, Barry having red hair. It's a simple coloring mistake. It's one little panel. Is it that big of a deal? No, but it's just like what the hell. <laughs> It'd be different if it was like maybe like a different shade of red, maybe like orange. But he's yellow, which is like the color of his enemy. Yeah, like the logo still forward, but I don't know. I guess the colorist. Uh, just had a mistake of thinking that it was because reverse flash was on the page before, so yeah, and, and the page after, so they must have just got confused. But the editors never caught that, which is surprising, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Eventually, we get the great quote though that um, Wayne's never stay down, we rise, which I really like that quote. Back, when, get Tom, to, um, back when Tom King's Batman was good, when, when during that scene, in the button, so yeah, back when it was good. Thomas Wayne says we rise and he takes out two batterings and runs into the white light that appeared again. But this time that white light was actually just reverse flash taking him to <laughs> the main timeline. Yeah. So I guess that's that explains how Thomas Wayne is here. Reverse flash brought him there literally because for no reason. Well, he's just like a reverse flash move. 
Well, yeah, Reverse Flash says that, like, when you killed me, like, thank you, because uh, now I'm where, now I'm a living paradox, now I'm where I am, and now I won't let you kill yourself. I want, I want to give you this world where your son is you. He's making Thomas Wayne suffer, knowing that his son is Batman. Yeah, because Thomas Wayne doesn't want that, so it's yeah. like Thon Pult the Ultimate, it was me all along! I don't yeah. know if that's, like, the greatest Thon thing ever written, or the worst Batman thing ever written. <laughs> That's debatable. <laughs> I'm gonna say both. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> like, wow, Yobard, you really are an absolute legend. But also, why? Yeah, it's a kind of funny thing that he did. Yeah. And then going on, we get like cuts to the entire Tom King Batman run is Thomas Wayne spying on Batman. Like the entire time, he sees him go, sees him propose to Selene, he sees him on the date. I, I like to imagine like. The date where you you know the panel where you see Thomas looking out at uh, Clark, Lois, Bruce, and Selena on the date together. Yeah. In the carnival, I like to imagine Thomas is like on a carnival ride right now, watching them. <laughs> Nobody's <laughs> wondering why this guy in a bat suit is at a carnival. Well, I mean, Clark is dressed as Batman here too. But <laughs> I don't remember this. Were they dressed up for that issue? I didn't. I didn't remember yeah. them being dressed up. I, I thought they, they were in regular uh, no, it was. This. It was like a costume carnival because it was Halloween. Yeah, it's been a while, but... And they're just like, well, we look too much like the real deal because of our faces, and then Clark's like, how about we just switch suits? So That's right. And then Lois wears the Catwoman suit. Yeah, and Catwoman wears Lois's dress. And then, remember, it was costumes only, and then Selena just kind of flirted with the security guard to get in. Right, right. But right. I like to imagine Thomas, like, it's just on, like, a little merry-go-round just watching them. <laughs> it's a little odd. Like a little uh, squeaky voice worker's like, you gotta get off the ride now. He's like, I'll do what I want. <laughs> watch my I son. watch my son die. Then we get to a point where I actually thank you for explaining this. I thought this would never be explained. Joker got his throat slit and then later on he was perfectly fine and he was literally about to die. They explain that Thomas saved him. Thank you for explaining that. <laughs> Am I the only one that actually laughed at Joker's joke? <laughs> Why did uh, the blind man fall down the well? Because he couldn't see that well. At first I was like, wait. And I was like, oh, that's actually kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, that, that was funny. And even then, like, Thomas was just like, I could save you if you tell me who told you about the wedding. And then Joker's like, <laughs> it's actually a funny story. I got a call from a banana. And Thomas is just frowning. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. Now, I'm thinking back to DC Universe Zero. Does he say that, like, how he found out about the wedding? I thought he found out when he, like, stole that guy's letter. Yeah, he did find out from that. I mean, I guess you could chalk that up to, you know, Joker's always been about multiple choice, but... I'm pretty sure it's just because of the letter. Yeah. And then, um, I hate the dialogue between Bane and Batman here. Bane and Thomas. Well, well, of course. It's just, it's hard to... Imagine this in real life. Like, okay, you want to be Bane or Thomas here? It's a short dialogue, but you have to go with the dot-dots. I'll be Thomas. Okay, so Thomas and Bane go to talk and go for it. How might I help? I am breaking the bat. And you, you wish to help? You are his father? Yes, that is how I know what is best for the boy. <laughs> like, why are there so many dot dots? So why many, you... un- like, and you, you wish... I imagine they just did like 500 push-ups and then decided to have this conversation. <laughs> they out of breath. They just took yeah. the stairs. <laughs> Basically, yeah. 
Uh, then we get to explanation to, well, I guess not really explanation, just showing Thomas climbing out of the pit, uh, that person, uh, Thomas went down to try to save Martha, and then we get to today of nothing happened, City of A. <laughs> yeah, essentially. Basically, Bruce just said City for Bay Alfred. Story of nothing happening. Um, and nothing what do you think? Bay. I thought it was okay. I, wa- I wanted Thomas Wayne's backstory for a while, I just felt like this could have been done not in City of Bane, like... Like, you're obviously stretching this so that the last issue is the finale, and I, I get that. It's just, like, this issue felt very pointless. I think like, it should have been done, like, 30 issues ago. If I was king, I would have still kind of had this backstory around here or around the Anacity Bane or before. Mm-hmm. But I would have Thomas spying on Bruce throughout his entire run. That would be sick if, like, a little reveal at the carnival is Thomas Wayne. That would have been sick. Yeah, yeah. And so it's like, well, marry me. You get that, and then the issue ends. And the next then issue, the carnival, we might not have known if that was just somebody dressed as Batman or Thomas Wayne. Exactly. Show him very subtly in the background, maybe a silhouette. Don't show like a full-on guy in a back suit watching, like a silhouette. And you know the Doomsday Clock cover of Rorschach fighting Joker, and in the background you see Batman on the building. Yeah. Show like that, like very small detail that you might not notice on your first read. Yeah. Just so then you could go back and be like, oh, hey, there's Thomas. But instead, we just kind of... I feel like this was like a last-minute decision. Yeah, probably. No, oh, well. I think that would have been a good idea. Don't explain it, but just have it there just setting up. So Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, next comic. Uh, well, do you want to go over Young Justice before we go to the Marvel side? Yeah, I like quickly. Dropped, temporarily dropped Young Justice when Sideways Aqualad and... Arrowette are there. I'll probably go back on. Oh, that's also comic news, by the way. Oh, yeah. Aqualad, Sideways, Arrowette, and Spoiler will be joining Young Justice. Yes, sir. Um, Basically, this issue, uh, I was talking about with JD before we started recording, but the main thing to take from it is it they're finally back on Earth, Young Justice, and they're kind of taking a breather. There's a lot of good character moments of them talking, um, especially with Tim and Connor, I found. They had a lot of conversations together. Bart isn't really in this issue, but um, it was cool to see them kind of have a little conversation. One thing to add is the entire time Tim is texting Steph saying, like, hey, I'm back. Uh, when you get this, please let me know. I know it's nighttime. You might be sleeping or you might be on patrol right now doing a mission or something. But please call me ASAP. Let me know when you're available. And you get these little text messages every few pages or so and Steph isn't replying. But the issue ends with Superboy basically being sucked back into the multiverse. Which sucks, because we just went through an entire, I would say, like, 10 issues. But keep in mind, this was, or sorry, 11 issues. This was an entire year of Young Justice just hopping through different dimensions. Which, that's cool for an arc, but 11 issues of that, and now we're going to get more of that. It's just kind of like, why? Connor ends up on an Earth that's kind of like Viking style. There's a character that looks a lot like Thor that he meets right off the bat. Mm-hmm. But, um, issue ends with, a. Uh, the young justice finding out, oh crap, he's in another dimension again. We have to go get him. And Steph replying to Tim saying, Tim, where have you been? I need help. So mm-hmm. I guess we're going to get, I don't know what to expect for this issue. The next issue says next Superboy side by side with the warlord. So hence, hence why I'm temporarily dropped. <laughs> I'll keep reading it. <laughs> I, I was about to drop it actually on Wednesday and then they announced sideways was returning and I really like sideways. And Aqualad, yeah. Steph, and Arrow. I like those all, all those characters a lot. I like them better than Bendis' OCs that are in there. These original characters, so. Yeah. Oh, check it out. Yeah. 
But yeah, the right. Young Justice, I give like a seven. Yeah, seven point five. All right, yeah. Um, Daredevil number fourteen. So this issue starts where the last issue ended with the black cop and Daredevil meeting up and saying, "Hey, let's go get a cup of coffee." This is that cup of coffee. I love it when it like that would read so smoothly in trade. Oh God, um, it would. I didn't even think of that. <laughs> like literally the next scene. So they talk about what it's like, and we get a little backstory on this cop where he was a cop in Chicago. He shot a kid that he thought had a gun, but it turned out that he just had a phone on him and that he felt such shame that he did this, but it really was an accident. So now he's in New York, and him and him and Daredevil have a conversation about morals. It was interesting. I feel like every time Daredevil has a conversation with someone, it's very thought-provoking. Yeah. Like with Reed Richards about God existing and all that, so... Yeah, like this cop did something terrible. <laughs> yeah. And these yeah, cops oh, yeah, exist no. in real life, but they, they shoot people that, you know, they're kind of trigger-happy in a way, or they'll shoot people out of fear, and it ends up being wrong. These cops exist in real life. Thank God the kid lived, too. This is a really realistic scenario, and it makes me kind of dislike the cop, but also feel for him because we we know who this guy is i mean essentially saying like he made a mistake and if you you know you read the story like he said it you try to put yourself in his shoes it's dark you can't see all he does is reach into a pocket and take out something and he's playing you know where i'm playing a defensive like oh crap he just pulled something out it's a gun and shot so like i'm trying to see they're both sides it's interesting the way they talk about it though and uh, we kind of feel for this cop because we've gotten to know him for the past year and a half. Yeah. And, and Matt says, like, like, if you weren't a cop, you would be in jail right now, whether it was accidental or not. So it, it was interesting conversation about morals. Um, yeah. And even then, like, imagine being just a regular civilian in this world. You see online cop shoots kid. Kid lives, but cop eventually leaves to New York. About a year goes by and you see videos of the same cop that shot the kid fighting Daredevil on the streets. Mm-hmm. So it's just like that's a bad. This cop is hated everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Um, what do you think of Matt's conversation with uh, the girl that he slept with? That he like she cheated on her husband. Uh, she's very hard to figure out what she wants. <laughs> I think she was she she thought that it was like a booty call here. <laughs> yeah. So, and, but like she's she's mad that like he's like yeah you need to get out of here it's not safe here like a war is coming. And she's like, she slaps him and tells him that he's an effing idiot. Well, I mean, uh, from her point of view, I think it's understandable. She doesn't I, know Matt's Daredevil. Yeah, I, I love that page uh, where she goes, you're an effing idiot, Matt Murdock. And then it's a big slam with the word slam. Then it's Matt standing there with his hands on his hips. And he's like, she's right. I am an effing idiot. <laughs> but I'm an effing idiot. Who cares? <laughs> this is his reaction. He's just his hands on the hips. He's just like. Huh. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's my reaction to everything. Um, One thing, this is just like, this isn't a nitpick or anything. It's just what I would have done. When she slaps Matt across the face, I would have had Matt maybe dodge or block that. That would hurt. Well, that would have been a cool touch. Like her being surprised. Yeah, and then her just surprised and then just continue. Like, well, I'm done. And then she walks out and says, oh, you're enough in you yet. And blah, blah, blah. That, I think it just would have been, been nice. Cool. Just to show like, oh. And just a little hints of uh, Daredevil's yeah, powers. Says, she has, obviously has no clue. Because when she walks in, she's like, hey, it's Mindy. Even though he knows it's her. Yeah, and like Matt knew the slap was coming there. He just let yeah. her do it, but I think it would have been cool if he didn't let her do it. Yeah, like a little little tiny panel of her like looking surprised and then going back to like, you're an effing idiot. And you just see Matt maybe arm out as he blocks it and just kind of just 
staring at her. Yeah. Blind. Um, <laughs> the only other thing that I want to cover from this issue is the end with the cop. Uh, the cop goes. So the, they were told by the commissioner, do not go into Hell's Kitchen. A war is coming and we're staying out of it. And he mm-hmm. goes into Hell's Kitchen, arrests two guys, and his partner's like, no, nah, no, nah, we got to stay out of here. But the partner ends up helping him at the end. So now we know that uh, the cop's doing what's right. He's trying to be like Daredevil. And he says uh, to the guy in the Daredevil mask who just got like beat up, he's like, hey, thank you. So this cop's getting his morals back. I like it. And I guarantee this, this kind of goes with my theory again from a few episodes ago. But this cop is going to be a superhero in like 2020, 2021, 20, I That's guarantee. Sick. I guarantee yeah. he's going to be a vigilante. Eventually he's going to put on sick. a mask. One thing I also want to add from this issue is Hammerhead appears. This is the first time he's appeared in this. But um, he was mentioned in issue seven. So they set him up here. Mm-hmm. Hammerhead being the Spider-Man villain, but still in New York. But yeah. Oh, oh, also, by the way, totally unrelated to Daredevil. Did you just see the end uh, on the last page? There's a new Spider-Man series coming. Another new Spider-Man series. <laughs> Daily Bugle. Ah, oh, great. Okay. I won't be reading. Anyway, uh, <laughs> what, what do you think of this Daredevil issue? I liked it a lot. I actually liked it a lot just recapping it here. I thought it was... Yeah, the, the first fun. time around, I thought it was like, okay, but now I really liked it a lot. Yeah, I do too. I really wish he blocked that slot, but... <laughs> yeah, that would have been, been a cool little touch. Uh, probably like an 8.5 out of 10 for me. I give it like a 9 out of 10. Uh, Matt's black, back to his black hood. I wish he was back to his white again, but, you know, still cool. That would be cool. Um, I like this white one. Uh, yeah, I give it like a 9. Do you want to talk about X-Men or Amazing Spider-Man? I don't have much to say on either issue. I thought in the X-Men, I thought some of the clapbacks, uh, <laughs> some of the clapbacks from uh, Jean Grey and Emma Frost were hilarious. Yeah, they really don't like each other here. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you called it in House of X, like that Emma Frost and Scott are going to have a thing, and I think it's coming. Yeah, it definitely are. And they're, they were together this issue, too. Main point to take from this issue is um, these people came these old people to like on the Krakoa on Krakoa to like take flowers or something. We got to yeah. see Scott in action and Scott's my favorite mutant. And then plus the art on this is so I love the way he draws lasers. And like when Scott turns his head, the laser kind of turns with him. Yeah. So it's just, it's just really nice. Um, I forgot what else I was going to add here. Dang. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, there's, there's one point where one of the old women says, uh huh. And she points at Emma Frost and says, she dresses like an S word with a serious P word problem. You need to wash yourself, girl. And just her reaction. Just that was hilarious. Jaw drop. Yeah, that's, that's a reaction meme waiting to happen. <laughs> yeah. Jaw drop. And Sebastian Shaw's with them. And he's in the background with like, his hand over his mouth. Like, oh, and Scott's kind of looking to the side. I thought that was really funny. Hilarious. It, it, it fit well. And like it read well. It didn't yeah. seem cheesy or anything like that. But yeah, I, I think X-Men was like an 8.5. I enjoyed it. I really yeah. like the art. And Cyclops is in my top 10 favorite superheroes ever. So it's just good to read about him. Yeah. Spidey. Um, one thing that bothered me is the cover says 2099 is in trouble, but Spider-Man 2099 doesn't even show up in this issue. Oh. He's mentioned. Did you read it? No, I did not get to read it. This is the only one I didn't get to read this week. Okay. Well, it was Patrick Gleason. I guess he's taking a little break here. Yeah, I was about to say, this definitely is not Gleason's art. I think this, he's back next This is one of, one of the artists that we've had in the series before, though. Yeah, yeah, it's not bad, but it's not Gleason. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, we just got treated with Gleason, so. Yeah, I opened the book. It was one of the first comments I read. I'm like, here comes Gleason. Oh, that's not Gleason at all. <laughs> exactly. Um, one thing to take away from this issue is, you know that little machine that Spidey and his uh, classmate were making that kind of could predict small future events? 
I'm sorry? You know that little machine that Scott had? Or not Scott, sorry. Spider-Man has that he worked with his classmate. So that could kind of... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They showed off in class. And then he's like, oh, God, it's going to find out that I'm Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, when he gets close to... I guess he's close to the location of Spider-Man 2099. And it kind of goes off crazy. And we get one of those panels where you see a lot of future... Possible future events. So... Uh, Oh, okay, I see the the, the two page spread you're talking about. The uh... yeah, it looks like we have some mutants in one. We have Spider Man with a cast on Valkyrie, uh, Jane Foster Valkyrie. I see. Yeah, Jane Foster Valkyrie, a female um, Captain America with a looks like a juggernaut. juggernaut? We see a celestial burning someone. Too celestials then, are kind of. And then that the in the top right that Spider Man suit that was in Spider Man PS4. I forget what the name of the suit is. Yeah, it was the jacket suit. I can't yeah. remember either. It's not very popular, though. And, uh, That's a really cool-looking page. Yeah, and if next page is um, you see Spider-Man 2099's kind of AI has transferred herself into this machine. So that's why Spider-Man can see all these things. Never say Tom Holland's inaccurate. Spider-Man has an AI. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, issue ends with there's being a giant hologram-like thing of Doctor Doom that ends up shooting, uh, starts shooting Spider-Man and his sister, and that's kind of where the issue ends. Yeah. It's, you know, it's, it's aight. Yeah, I agree. Too special. But yeah, that's, uh, that's the comics of the week. Yeah, this episode went pretty quick. Um, did go quick. Is there anything you want to talk about real quick while we have <laughs> these people here? Yeah, we do. Oh, we, we Spotify do rap came up. To an hour. Oh, yeah, Spotify, uh, the rap. I, I don't personally use Spotify. I'm an Apple Music guy, so I'm not too familiar with it, but it tracks like what you listen to for the year, I guess. And since they introduced podcasts on Spotify fairly recently, uh, now it tracks that too, like top listen to, uh, uh, what is it called, podcast? You got this. <laughs> totally <laughs> lost the name, uh, podcast. So I think it's really cool that people have been tagging us in the story, like, oh, Hero Story is my number one listen to podcast, and we're in people's top five, which is just mind-blowing. Hunter posted some of them on his story, which I thought was really cool of the various yeah, countries we're in. This year on, I think we got Spotify in like March or something. Do you remember yeah. the month? It wasn't yeah, all year, but since it, we put it on, we've got 39 episodes. Yeah, yeah, it's not definitely not the full year, but yeah. Which is 2.6 minutes long. Our top countries are the United States of America and the United Kingdom of not America. Um... <laughs> We're also we're at in we're being listened to in forty countries worldwide, from Ecuador Ecuador. to Singapore. (laughs) Sorry, I just offended the three people from that country. I'm so sorry. Hey, I I actually used to work with people from Ecuador. So okay, and Singapore. I've been to Singapore, so I'm gonna say that. But yeah, forty countries, mind blowing. Twelve thousand two hundred seventy-three miles across the world of people listening to us. Insane. I rant about tom king and stuff <laughs> <laughs> i know I, I just it's mind-blowing to me that anybody wants to listen to us jabber about comics i mean we talk about this all the time but like this podcast started on a live stream where we would just bash comics <laughs> and then we're like hey somebody's like as a joke oh you guys should do a podcast we're like all right let's do a podcast so we literally uh, just did two live streams together and then we committed. <laughs> yeah, we're like, let's get mics. So we got these expensive mics, and we're like, let's start recording. So uh, I'd like to think we've come a long way from episode one, but uh, thank you for a great, even though 2019 is not over, thank you for a great 2019. Thank you for listening. Uh, I hope big things are coming to a hero story in 2020. I hope we're getting more creators on. I hope we're getting more guests on. Definitely. We have creators in mind that we're trying to get. I've sent a few messages with 
not so much great results, but hey, I'm going to keep trying because I'm doing it for you guys. And I, I want to get the best interviews we can out there and put out the best content that we can. So hopefully we'll get I want to try to look for a writer for an artist to come on soon because we've had writers, but I feel like artists yeah. would be pretty cool to interview as well. Because with our interviews, we talk about what they're currently working on, what they've worked on recently. But we also kind of ask, how did you get your job here? How did you become a comic book writer? And soon to be how to become an artist. Because I know a lot of people listening, they want to go in this industry. Me included. So it's it's cool to kind of talk about these sort of things. And get the real people listening to us. So, yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, for, like JD said, this podcast kind of started as like, huh, some random guy commenting. And we we're like, hmm, maybe we should try that. And then, surprisingly, it was fairly successful. Like, even we had the mics, we were practicing our audio and everything. We're trying to figure everything out. And we were ready to record our first episode and we didn't have a name yet so <laughs> yeah actually the way our name came is kind of crazy because it was the same time that uh the solo movie was coming out from star mm-hmm. wars and it was called solo a star wars story and hunter was like whoa a hero story that that would be cool and i was like whoa that is cool <laughs> yeah. so solo a star wars story not the greatest movie but not, it was not the, the greatest movie but yeah if i were to go back i might have named it the comic book chat or the comic book council or something like that yeah but, you're thinking like dc marvel talk <laughs> it's like, <laughs> Yo, like generic stuff D- and then, marvel stuff but yeah we're just like um, okay well let's look at some podcasts that have comic book stuff right now what do we have and we have like youtubers like comic story and the comic story and show where we have word balloon which is cool but what do we call ourselves comic book hunter history flash is too long but yeah star wars came up <laughs> yeah and there's people who reach out to me, they're like, what is your podcast about? Is it only Flash content? And I'm like, no, there's plenty of comic book content. We go over everything, so. Yeah. But yeah, thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, if you're listening on iTunes, we appreciate a five-star review. Uh, yeah, we just, <laughs> thanks for listening overall. And uh, for Hero Story, I'm JD. I'm Hunter, and thanks for being a hero. And remember, every second is a gift. Goodbye. Ah!